0: Hi, everybody, grace and peace to you. My name is Melissa, and I am here with my friends, Jessica and Dave. And today we are continuing our conversation. Dave started for us on Sunday in his sermon, A Community of Peacemakers in a Culture of Political Polarization, through the Practice of Hospitality.
1: The titles are long as a term. <laughs> so, they're intense.
0: so long. They're so intense too.
1: It's like a thesis statement, it's it not is. a title. It
0: is, If you have it to is. pause in the middle to breathe, maybe <laughs> it was a little it's too true. long. Uh, but as a church, we are in this series, Future Church, A Way of Life for the Church of the Future. And we are every week building... Out these rhythms of life, these rules of life that we as a community are committing are committing to of what it will look like for us as a community to follow Jesus, um, in a like bit of a radical way in the middle of San Francisco. And um, this week we got to see that play out in this practice of hospitality, and um, specifically like really pinning it against hostility, particularly in the culture and the temperature of our society. And um, yeah. We've had now like 24 plus hours to kind of stew and process what's like, what's still on your guys' minds coming out of Sunday and what you, what came up for you, or Dave, are there things that you're just like, oh, and one more thing?
1: <laughs> it's funny because the way that um, I hold it's like cramming for a test <laughs> for me always. Like there's so much content and like ways I'm thinking. As mm-hmm. soon as the test is over on the sermon, so like buy. I'm like, like on to yeah. the next thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so what's yeah. my next test? You yeah. know? <laughs> so I'm like completely into this week and the next week and um to if I was completely honest. Um, so I think what's lingering for me is just the uh Ash and I Ashley, my wife and I went on a our first date night on Sunday night for the first time in like since like October. So a minute. We have you know, it's been a while cause you know, COVID <laughs> and we were just talking about like how we start doing this is like what we want our, our life to be. Like yeah. we bought our house for this very reason, mm. a hospitable space. We both really love welcoming in all kinds of different people. We make sure that every single time we throw any sort of thing, there's a diversity of people around the table. And, um, and this is like, So we were just talking about like, how do we keep, how do we start doing this and leading this way as things open up? So, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's me.
2: I think honestly the thing that reminded me was just the joy that can happen around a table, Mm -hmm. like your description of food. And you're like, yeah, that's what it's about. And I was like, Oh, I miss. Yeah like extravagant meals. Mm. Meat sweats. (laughs) Yeah, meat sweats. Hello. (laughs) I missed that. It's gonna happen again. (laughs) And um I think just the conversation I made me miss and long for the conversations that happen around the dinner table. Mm -hmm. Or even too of like getting creative of just like meeting up with friends in the park Mm -hmm. to still share a meal, maybe not as extravagant. It's windy and breezy, like is, freezing. It's so
1: over outdoor dining, <laughs> no, so uh, freezing. Now here.
0: at least the sun is up <laughs> past four true. o'clock, so yeah. it's true. sunny.
2: But even with all those other circumstances, the conversations still happen. And mm-hmm. so there's something really special about that space that happens. So yeah, maybe you that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it yeah, definitely was the kind of thing where it like the sermon ended, and I was like, "I'm ready, let's go." Like, what do we? Yeah. Yeah. It was like your sermon was almost too good because pandemic doesn't let us do it yet. Yeah. so now yeah. we're all just like sitting in our anticipation and excitement <laughs> for when we can go have fun again and be hospitable. But yeah, I I thought um, I really I think I've kind of been loom- like rounding over again this how naturally hostility has kind of. Mm. Snuck in a little bit because yes, like yes, the big meals. I was like, I miss it. I want it. I like can't wait to get back to it. But there is a little bit of me that is still like, I don't really want to make space for people right now yet. In some ways, you know, and Mm -hmm. like I'm really excited to have my friends and like sit around those tables with the people I love and the people I miss. But there was a little bit of me that's like, I'm gonna have to face that. Like I'm gonna have to acknowledge and deal Mm -hmm. with like some of those places Mm -hmm. where I'm like, I'm not ready to make space for you yet. And I think that that has been kind of like, okay, I need to, yeah, I got to like sit with that a little bit. That's uh that's yeah. coming
1: back. <laughs> yeah. I think that's really, really good because unless we sit with that, even, you know, pre pandemic and post pandemic, we probably still feel that way, but like are able to justify because I do have friends over and right. I am, but there are some people that we just don't want to make space for mm-hmm. now. It's everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as we open back up, can we, as we open back up, can we make space for everyone? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. everyone we made no space for, how do we make space for everyone? Like it it should go that direction. Yeah. But it's going to be challenging.
0: Yeah. 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 Now I'm like starting to see the ways that I've like totally used pandemic as like, oh, well, can't, <laughs> yeah. can't see that hey, person. I like, am. Whoops. I'm with you. <laughs> I, am, I yeah. feel that
1: way too. Like yeah. I, there will be a day where I can't use that. Like, oh, yeah. but, you know, COVID, yes. can't, I wish we could see each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, There'll be a day where I'm like, I can't use that anymore. Yeah. And I have to face that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it might be inhospitable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are maybe other sneaky ways that you think that our church, our community has kind of what are other things that are hiding under the surface of this that are not maybe just like convenience of pandemic, but like sneaky ways that this is sneaking into our community? it's time for us to like shine a light on and call out.
1: Hmm, That's a good question.
2: Oh man, I think honestly sneaky ways where it is like a form of hostility, but it's kind of like I've uh, made it okay, one because of the pandemic, Or also too, you're like, I, maybe I've actually just don't really want to be friends with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, and I haven't been honest with myself, right? Mm -hmm. So the pandemic has delayed the processing of that. And then I also think the challenging part about hospitality is like, you have to actually initiate something. You have to seek something out. So for me, it's very easy to be like, I don't, I initiate all day. Like Mm -hmm. I don't want to initiate anymore about Mm -hmm. anything. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So my kind of insular, inward feeling of like, I need to take care of myself is actually just not ordered correctly. It's like, ha- does not have God in mind. It doesn't have the other person in mind. It's really self-centered. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I was like, it's, yeah, it's super selfish. <laughs> <So> <laughs> you it know, sneaks in as being like, oh, I just need, I'm tired. Mm, it, there's something else to that. You know,
1: that brings me, that reminds me of I've never heard a teaching on this and I've never heard anyone talk about this, but they use this example all the time. So, uh, Jesus would look at his disciples. There's this one passage where Jesus looks at his disciples like we're really tired. Let's get away together. And they go and they're quiet together for like five minutes and there's a giant crowd. (laughs) And then they're like, tell him to go away, Lord. And he's like, no, you feed them. And no, everyone talks about like the first part of that passage. Mm-hmm. Every book I've read on silence, every book I've read on solitude, mm-hmm. like Jesus gets away with his disciples and he's alone with them. He's like we yeah, have five minutes, yeah. and then he's like, "You're being inhospitable. Mm-hmm. Like feed them. You feed them." Yeah, and no one's done. I haven't done teaching on it because I still don't understand it. But I think there is. Jesus knew this. This balance of what is it? What is it to to be away and alone and quiet before God? And then at what point is that just inhospitality Mm -hmm. towards the other that need, you know, but Jesus knew how to draw those lines. And even when he was trying to take his disciples away on a retreat, they still, Jesus still like, don't be inhospitable.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think there is this, I I like that we paired these two back to back silence and solitude and hospitality back to back, because I think there's, there needs to be this symbiotic relationship between the two. We need time with God, decompressing Mm -hmm. alone Um, asking us, him to search us and know us. And we, we need to hold space for hospitality for other people. That doesn't mean you brought up something really good, Jess. That doesn't mean we have to be friends with everyone because it's really impossible to be friends with a ton of people. Um, you know, it's very Californian to feel like you want to be friends with everyone, (laughs) you know, like, but you're not friends with anybody. (laughs) It's very, very West coast California, you know? Um, but we, we can't we literally can't do that. We have mm-hmm. to be people that go, "Yeah, I'm I, I want to be hosp- I want a spirit and an attitude of hospitality mm-hmm. and I want to keep that attitude of hospitality towards kind of everyone that I come in contact with." That doesn't mean mm-hmm. everyone's going to sit at my dinner table. It yeah. doesn't mean everyone's going to be yeah. my friend, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it, it I have to I have to hold this space. So, I think it's really good when you bring that up that <laughs> that balance between solitude, silence and hospitality because they come from um, a very similar Mm -hmm. place of like how we have to practice. Yeah. Because you can use both of them as selfish.
2: Yeah. Yeah. As
1: a a way of of being selfish.
2: But also I think it's so great because both of them lead to intimacy with God, but in very different expressions too. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I I think that one of the things that I, I wasn't able to click into in this sermon was that the, the symbiosis of the mm-hmm. silence, solitude and hospitality and how it's um, <clears throat> this is an outward uh, mm-hmm. rule for us. This mm-hmm. is the first one we got to yes. that. It's outward. That's not the first mm-hmm. time we've taught on this, but it's first like we're going to make this a, a, a way that we live as a church. Mm-hmm. We will be we will practice hospitality. We won't just try to be hospitable. We're going to practice hospitality and just like practicing something you're not good at piano or baseball yeah. <laughs> or whatever you practice that you're not good at like right. running which is why no, would I'm you ever that. do no, that do yeah. <laughs> but you have to practice it you yeah. know you have to practice how you anyway i heard i've heard that you yes. have to practice this. you have to practice hospitality you have yes. to practice hospitality with yeah. people you walk by
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that are that are unhoused on the streets mm-hmm. you have to practice hospitality when you show up you know to your neighbors and your neighbors to your right and your left or your your roommate you have to practice this it doesn't mm-hmm. For some of us, you think it comes naturally because, oh my gosh, you're natural, you know, Martha Stewart or whatever. I don't know if she's like the pillar of hospitality anymore, Uh, but like, (laughs) but we have to practice this. This It's like a hard thing to, Mm -hmm. to get into our, our lives.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it, both of those really tap into, and I think you said it, Dave, like the really natural selfishness that we have. And Mm. I think like my biggest hold out with hospitality is typically just like kind of my scarcity mindset like what if I don't have enough time for myself or what if I don't have enough space for my comfortability Mm -hmm. or what if I don't have Mm -hmm. enough maybe a resource what if I don't like have enough to host you know what if I can't cook well enough to sit these people at my table whatever it is and that like that kind of need to like make sure I'm good before I can give to others and I think that plays into same with silence and solitude that like I need to be full before I can Mm -hmm for other people and yeah like they had five minutes and she's like you're good you're ready to go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you're so i yeah i yeah. think this self, like it's easy to kind of tap back into that i'm not ready self-care mm-hmm. mindset of mm-hmm. like and there has to be boundaries and wisdom and all of it but that um part of the model of the first church was like you don't need to worry about your need because your community's got your need because you have yeah. your community's yeah. need and that's that is like the gospel
1: mm-hmm. when you said you know like intimidated by like if you're gonna be good enough or mm. cook good enough for this person, mm-hmm. what is your what is your favorite uh, ordinary <laughs> hospitality memory?
0: Oh, nice. I'll start. Be, like, yeah. Quiet. Yeah. I know. I'll start awkwardly. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll start. Yeah, like we all like tilted our heads well, I, I, to the side and I, thought,
1: I remember um, I was in London and uh, and we were part of this thing that. Uh, Holy Trinity Brompton was doing Mm an alpha and stuff. And then they invited a couple pastors over to one of the, someone's house after Mm -hmm. one of the events. And it was like, so radically ordinary that Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is, this is the best hospitality. (laughs) This is so awesome. (laughs) Like it was like literally just a, uh, like a a bucket of like just random, um, not cheap, but not expensive beer, just beer like Stella or whatever. And then, uh, curry on the table. (laughs) And that was it. Yeah. And I was like, good pairing. This is so easy. This is so chill. Like, yeah. I, it's not stuffy. It's like, and it yeah. was kind of yep. coming and going. I'm like, this. And I, it, it, it was just, I remember coming home, like, Ash, we have to throw these kind of parties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just get curry and, yeah. and then get beer. <laughs> yeah. And then let it. it and I remember happens, it was just yeah. so ordinary. It wasn't yeah. like stuffy. It wasn't like everyone yeah. had their own place setting. Yeah. And like, there was like, you know, spruce out on the table or whatever. Yeah. It was just so <laughs> ordinary. And I'm like, this is easy yeah and probably a little inexpensive you can find you can find decent curry yeah. inexpensive and um and Stella's cheap and so it's like you know <laughs> yeah. whatever yeah and I remember thinking this is so ordinary and so awesome and I want to do this all the time and we ended we had the staff we did a staff yeah. thing at our house when we did this yeah after that we're like come over staff let's come have over. curry
2: <laughs> yeah I think for me actually it's like Uh, A gesture that, I don't know where we picked this up, but when people stay, even at my family's house growing up, everyone gets their own little special glass water bottle and cup that they get to take to their room because what I hate the most is getting up in the middle of the night because I'm thirsty and have to, you know, Mm. go to the sink and get water. But everyone has their own little separate water bottle that my, like, family will fill up and make sure you're topped up every time before you go to bed. Mm. And so I'm just like, this is... Something so Awful. simple. Yeah. It's one time I think it was like we didn't have a bottle, so someone just got a big jar. <laughs> like, like this is your water, but it's theirs. It's like adults and kids alike,
0: you know, that will stay. So, yeah, that's,
1: that's awesome. cool.
0: Um, I this is like kind of like reverse hospitality, maybe, but if that's a thing, kind <laughs> it kind of is a yeah. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a thing. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, but I I had just come off of like a really intense week at camp. And when, usually when I got back from camp, I like, don't do anything. I like turn Mm -hmm. on the West Wing and would just be in (laughs) bed for a few days, Uh, which I have no shame about, (laughs) but I, one of my friends, um, I don't even think I let her in the house. I don't know how she got in, but she, there was a knock at my door and she opened the door and she had a 12 pack of Diet Coke, which at the time, like that was what I drank like water. (laughs) And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, like this is, it it was just like the most perfect generous kind like yeah i I, like i remember that now like Hmm. eight or nine years later that Mm -hmm. this person like came to my house with soda and that just (laughs) made so much space for me and then she just like sat on my couch and watched the west wing with me for a few hours and it was like she brought my home she brought me into my own home Mm -hmm. in some way which was really sweet
1: it's Mm. so funny that the way that we in san francisco specifically had been habituated to away from people coming to our door Mm -hmm. like whenever people come to the door they're either bringing something like santa like Mm -hmm. amazon or 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 like food you know yeah but Mm -hmm. but when someone a stranger i remember there have been people that come to my door and i'm like i'm hiding hide (laughs) we're not open the door yes yeah um why i don't i don't know why we've we've turned into that but i I'd love to see us, you know, mm-hmm. as emerge from this pandemic thinking differently of people who come to our front door. Mm-hmm. Like we go to this neighbor's house down the street, an older, um, an older French couple, and Ash breaks some bread, and I knock on their door, mm-hmm. and Ash is like, "Deliver this to, you know, so and so's house," and um, and I knock on their door, and we just hang out on the front porch, and they love to chat. So we chat for, and Junie just there, we just chatting forever, Bye. like going to someone's house without texting them Mm -hmm. without, you know, calling them just knock, knock, knock. Hi, what's up? You know, it's just so foreign to, I think Mm -hmm. this new way that we kind of have been habituated to see our front doors. Mm -hmm. And I, I wonder like that story wouldn't happen if like, people were afraid of like, I'm not going to knock on their door.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think pandemic also has, at least in my, like my little community, I feel like we have really pushed through that because it's the same thing like pandemic happened and I'm like, who can I send mail? <laughs> like, is it yeah, as yeah. if technology stopped working? Yes, but there's yes. something about pandemic that forced us to get really like think older, like think his, like yeah. older in the sense of time. Mm-hmm. And so like my, my CG would go on walks and literally just like ring all the doorbells of everyone who's in our <laughs> CG in our neighborhood yeah. and just stand outside their window and scream until they answered and awesome. like wave and keep moving. And I think there is a little bit of Maybe if we say yes, pandemic is giving us an opportunity to, stay, to say yes to that and mm-hmm. to, like, make more of a norm of, like, I'm going to make, I'm going to recognize the humanity of the people I normally just, like, am throwing texts to or an Uber pulling up, like, get in the car and go kind of mentality. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I mean, even the way our houses are structured are, like, mine's a gate with two flights of stairs. It's like very insular, but it reminds me as a kid, you just like went over, knocked on someone's door and just said, can you play? Mm -hmm. And you're just like, let's just play. I mean, cul-de-sac. I want us to like live on a cul-de-sac, you know, and just be able to freely, yeah, visit with people.
0: But yeah. Yeah. Jess, can you, like, where do you think hospitality and like belonging and justice kind of intersect? Because I know (laughs) these are like all things that you have like <laughs> deep, deep passions for. And like this week they get to just collide yes. and like cause the biggest firework oh my explosion gosh, ever.
2: Oh yeah. Well, I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, when does it not
1: like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> affect each other? I think approaching even, gosh, conversations around race, I think in particular for me, it's even around specifically in my proximity of people. It's like family. Mm-hmm. Like if you are like pandemic, you know, there's, I don't see my other friends. Gosh, you can engage in different kinds of conversations because quote, like it's the, trendy thing to do right now too but also I'm like it it needs to be the foundation of how you approach conversations or even out of curiosity if you don't know something holding space for someone else because you're curious and Mm grace-filled like is essential especially when emotions are high and there are lots of history and lots of different things all I can say is it's the most charged conversations I've ever had in the last year are around justice and race and political things. Yeah. And yes, Jesus and hospitality need to be at the center of how we frame those and approach them too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I think about a few, what was it like, maybe maybe two years ago when we had dinners Yes. we were going through that race series. Yeah. I think that was probably some of the like, that f- those moments felt like sacred. They felt like mm-hmm. a very intentional carving out of like, this home will be a safe place to work through this stuff. Yeah. And it's the fact that, like you mentioned this on Sunday, Dave, like we can't, like we shut our laptop and the, that's the conversation's over. Yep. Yeah, And it just makes it so difficult. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I think the two things that were left out of the sermon were, um, and as it pertains to this, were a hospitality and justice mm-hmm. and hospitality, uh, and evangelism. So hospitality as a means for, for justice work and hospitality as a means for evangelism. And I, and I think that people discount this so much in, in justice work mm-hmm. T- to, to do real justice work. You have to be hospitable. I mean, when we mm-hmm. first started the race and belonging cohort, yeah. I remember working really closely with Janet and mm-hmm. you and Janet and I, Janet, how do you want to do this? She said, it happens like a family happens yeah. around a table yeah. and let's order some barbecue and put these people around a table. I'm like, that's that's a great yeah, idea. Like, yes, <laughs> let's eat. Let's do yeah. that. Like it has to happen around a table. Yeah, And you have to disagree. It's hard to disagree mm-hmm. very, very, like where you're bitter and angry and you want to throw something mm-hmm. when you're enjoying a meal. It's harder. <laughs> it's still possible because it's happened, but it's harder. Yeah, um, There is something about uh, eating that, takes down defenses and Mm -hmm. um eating and drinking together that do that and i think it's really important so uh, justice work has to it has to happen in in the context of hospitality i really Mm -hmm. really believe that because in hospitality you're welcoming in the other and you're making space for the other biblical hospitality Mm -hmm. and justice work happens that way it it happens that way even when we're doing justice work um of all sorts and of all kinds Um, and evangelism uh, I think you know, this is like a, something very, very lost in our, in our, in uh, the, this, the, the church of our sort of generational mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. gap, right? It's like evangelism is like a thing that, well, we, we don't yeah. want to proselytize and <laughs> yeah. we're not trying to like tell people they're wrong, yeah. you know, but I think it, it happens holding space mm-hmm. uh, around a table, holding space um, and being able to let people be themselves. This is like now until thing. Letting mm-hmm. people be themselves and showing it. This is Rosaria Butterfield's thing. Mm-hmm. like People being, them being welcomed in with all of their stuff, even if they don't agree, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then letting them see, letting them see how, how um, followers of Jesus live and act and how they're fairly normal yeah. mm-hmm. um, yeah. as it pertains to being human. And so I think that these two things are very, very, very um, like important and lost in this conversation. It's not really about like throwing really cool parties (laughs) though. It's, it has something to do with (laughs) that, but it's, it's about a means to like holding space for the other person Mm -hmm. to do the work of justice and then do the work of evangelism are really, really key. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Um, so kind of going, taking that and kind of going further, what are we, what are some like really practical ways that we as a church can start to say yes to hospitality or practice hospitality, even in pandemic, even now, and like challenge level, um, (laughs) like what if, I I agree around a table, like that is like, but what if if we take food out of it? Mm -hmm. Like is there room for hospitality if if food is not an option in your situation or Mm -hmm. um, maybe not a preference in your situation? Like what does hospitality look like now? What does it look like in six months? Kind of how can we start to like say yes to this today Mm -hmm.
1: yeah as it pertains to um uh hospitality and let's just say uh one of the things that i I talked about last time we taught on hospitality was matthew 25 and the sheep and the goats and jesus you know shares shares that whole parable i don't think it's a parable i think it's really what's what's really going to happen you know (laughs) and um jesus says you know you're you're like not getting into eternal life because the way you treated the poor and the and the people that were un, unhoused and unclothed and in prison, mm-hmm. and they're like you didn't treat me that way, and then oh. you just like, they're like when do we see you that way? Mm-hmm. When did we see you? Mm-hmm. And the whole thing is like hospitality is based on like how you see someone else and seeing the potential of them, you entertaining either angels or God or entertaining like someone who needs. Mm-hmm. Um, needs to be seen. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I, I say all that, like a long way around it, this, this is, I'm not trying to be a, do a sermon right now, but <laughs> long way around it is how we see the other mm-hmm. people. So can we start seeing people on, uh, in real life, like those that are um, poor, marginalized, unhoused, whatever, mm-hmm. start seeing them with different eyes yeah. and holding space. My wife is really, really good at this. Like mm-hmm. every time her and Junie go on a walk, Ash is always like walking with holding, mm-hmm. trying to hold space for people. Mm-hmm whether it's people that are on the street or people not on the street, like mm. making sure that, that she has space and margin to say hi and you know, like, how are you? And what's going on? Like and I am I'm, I'm totally not like that. I'm like, yeah. we have a thing to get to. We have <laughs> this objective out there. Yeah. And we have yeah, to yeah. go do the thing. Junior needs to slide on the slide and swing. <laughs> and then we get home and we have things. Yeah. And so to th- start thinking like attitude of hospitality. Mm. How do we make space for other people? making space for interruptions because most mm-hmm. of the greatest things in life happen with interruptions or not planned. They yeah. happen to interruptions like making space for people, for other people in our community, in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, our neighbors, um, like that is the way I think, start habituating your life that way. Practice hospitality that way. Yeah. How do I see, mm-hmm. how do I let myself be interrupted? Yeah. <clears throat> I think that could start with our dinner table.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, you're spurred something on in the interruption because I think of Jesus's like ministry. He's yes. always interrupting people. Yes. I'm always like, I'd be so annoyed, <laughs> like oh, yeah. I would be so mad. Um, but for me, it like it goes to really practical things. So like sometimes I'm like, I don't know any. Maybe I don't have experience with like houseless population, or I don't actually like have looked at that, and I haven't asked God particularly to show me. Like that's a great start. But also, I'm like, maybe I should seek out opportunities to mm-hmm. serve in different mm-hmm. ways. And not just for your own sake, but you're like with an open heart to be able to create space. Mm-hmm. I think I was also like in our sermon team meetings was telling the story about like eye contact. It's something mm-hmm. that is very awkward, like. But I've come into habit of doing that in the panhandle just to like wave hi. It is weird, but <laughs> I promise it. Try it, and people will be like, "Good morning," yeah. and like, <laughs> yeah. "Hello," and I think practically too setting like even margin. Mm-hmm. And walking or taking the long way to get somewhere is a way for me to, like, experience even the city, my neighborhood, just where I am um, as well. And, like, even if I can't share a meal, it's also, like, your challenge, too, is to, like, just t- text somebody and meet up with them and go for a walk. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's a very good practice. I should, I could easily do that. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes, 30 yeah. minutes, whatever. Um, so I always look for the practical.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> When we first started talking about this, I had this like light bulb moment that like, oh my gosh, I feel like bartenders and mm-hmm. hairdressers are yeah. like the most hospitable people because like this is literally, and Uber they drivers, are. They are. like they are just, like you are their captive audience for yes. however much time you're there. And like, they'll just straight up like free therapy, you yeah. know, like just talk it out with you yeah. and listen to you. And and then I think like, wow, how, I, I don't make that kind of space for like mm-hmm. the woman checking me out at Target. Mm-hmm. And like how many, even in pandemic, how many total strangers do I have the opportunity to create even three minutes of space for? Mm -hmm. And you have no idea what that, even that small gesture or who like, maybe you can like actually really impact or like plant some sort of hope or joy in someone's day that, or like, you know, maybe think bigger. Like maybe you can talk about Jesus for three minutes. Like that's evangelism. Like that's amazing. Um, but just, yeah, we, it's just very quick to kind of, you're saying like move so quickly that you, you don't think, or you can't stand to be interrupted Mm -hmm. to make space for other people. And, um, yeah, just like we have so many, uh, God puts people in our paths all day long, even in pandemic Mm -hmm. that we have this opportunity. The guy who like works at your corner store that you see every day, Mm -hmm. do you know his name? Like, do you check in and see how his week is going? Like, could, Mm -hmm. could we do that? And just like what a powerful move towards creating space those kinds of things make.
1: Yeah, I, I, th- I think it might be so simple that <laughs> most people will dismiss it because it's not like hacking anything, yeah. but it's literally that. It's literally like, <laughs> do you make space for the person checking you out at the grocery store, mm-hmm. the person you call to set an appointment? Mm-hmm. The, like I'm making space. I'm going to hold a space for every single person I come in contact with mm-hmm. just to look them in the eye. How are you? What's going on? Mm -hmm. How's your day? Like, (laughs) like holding a space like your instead of hospitality, you know, we we, we talk a lot about being around a table. But if we were the table that we're holding, like we were the -hmm. the space that that was being held, like everywhere we went, we were holding a space to be hospitable instead of like distracted and on our devices or trying to get to the next thing or like, but being present and it sounds, it sounds so cliche and cheesy, but no. it's like literally the, the work that's the work. And, yeah. and we're, we're, most of us are not, not there. We're just not there.
0: Yeah. I, um, it's, it, it does, it sounds cliche. It's so, not, and I think part of it is like, we don't know what God is doing on the other end of that, of this yeah. interaction. And like a long time ago, like 15 years ago, I was in a mall and one of the, you know, like the, um, like lotion booths in the middle of the mall. (laughs) One of these women was like offering me a sample. And I like have a very, very like easy, like no thank you, keep moving, avoid eye contact, move quickly. And uh, this woman like saw that I was wearing a Jewish necklace, she stopped me, are you Jewish? We started talking. I'm not kidding you, like an interaction that by my preference should have gone less than three seconds I ended up talking to her for 45 minutes. She took her lunch break with me. We, like, uh, sat in the dumpsters behind whoa. the mall, and I, like, handed her a Bible yes. and watched her read Isaiah 53 for the first time. I did not choose that. I yeah. didn't, but it was completely interrupting, and, yeah. like, but, I, I mean, I said, like, I I said yes to, like, the 12 seconds longer, and I God was doing something in her life that, yeah. like, he needed me to just say yes for that for that day. I never saw her again, you know? And Yeah, yeah
1: I think that's such a good point of hospitality. <laughs> like, I... Th- for Christians that are listening right now, if you're a follower of Jesus, this is your vocation. This is literally mm-hmm. your call. Yeah. Like your call is to be salt and light in the world. That's not like, yes, it's crushing your job. It's like raising your family in a way that's blah, blah, blah. It's all that. Yes. <laughs> but a lot of it is this sort of normal. Mm-hmm. Am I a person that can walk through life uh, allowing myself to be interrupted like Jesus did mm-hmm. and point, pointing, yeah. like being being a uh, a witness to Um, the easy yoke of Christ to be a witness to like being used by God in any like scenario. This is, this is like the vocation of a follower of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And if, when we think that I think sometimes in San Francisco, it's really hard to do this because we're so Christians are so like on edge and defensive, like who's going to attack me. And if, if you're going to bring up that one question, I don't want to yeah, answer yeah, you know, yeah. about Christianity or about God or whatever. And we're just so defensive. Like, yeah. I, I feel that way too. When I'm like, what are you doing? I'm pastor. Like, I'm like ready to like, yeah. okay, are we going to do yeah, this? Yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. spar. <laughs> like, what are we, you know? So it's really hard for me. I like, I like throw off these like vibes. Like, don't let's not talk about this. Cause we both know we don't want to get into yeah. right now. Um, But I and I get that I hundred percent get that. But this is that's not our vocation. Like our call is like to hold space of like all the ambiguity, the the questions, the the dark side of like questions that we don't like really have answers to. Like Mm -hmm. I don't I don't really. This is a great question. I don't know. Let's. I'd be willing to search it out with you or
0: <laughs> I'd be willing to sit across a table with you yeah, and, and like continue to talk about it while we eat delicious like yeah yeah it, yeah god is so generous and good <laughs> to be like hey don't stress like there's there's going to be dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Well, totally. <laughs> Man, well, okay, any any last words or thoughts on hospitality that you just want to make sure our church gets? Do it. <laughs>
1: Do it. <laughs>
2: practice it I think the real quick Dave you hit on something that was like the approach of like even our posture it's Mm. like sometimes the sneaky way it fits in is like my posture is even hostile Mm. when I think hostility is only a response a verbal response it's actually like I can I can communicate things with my body language of like do not talk to me yeah do not cross me Um, and I think there's even just like an openness of posture and also like mentally to like approach situations where you're like yeah it doesn't have to be a fight or debate and all that stuff so yeah yeah That's awareness good. you're like do it and awareness
0: yeah. <laughs> do it aware yeah. <laughs> cool well, thank you guys so much church we love you and we miss you and we can't wait to sit around a table with you